Welcome to Russian History Retold, a Slapshot Edition, The Charge of the Light Brigade and the Last of the Light Brigade. Well, last time we covered the battles of Balaclava and Inkerman in the Crimea. The one that was particularly ingrained into the mindset of people in the early 20th century and late 19th century was the Charge of the Light Brigade because of the poem by Alfred Lord Tennyson. Uh, there was a second one, The Last of the Light Brigade, which was written many years later by Rudyard Kipling, which talks about the sad state of affairs of the men who were left, I think about 70 years later, of where they were in British society and how they were not taken care of anymore. And Rudyard Kipling was just kind of bringing it to light. And I thought those were two that I really wanted to read to you. Now, what does it really have to do with Russian history? Well, I think... These two really play up to what was going on in the Crimea and how everybody screwed everything up from the generals on down. But it was the fighting man who just kept on fighting. He didn't give up, despite the horrible, horrible conditions that were there. And the Charge of the Light Brigade itself is just an epitome of what went on in this uh, war, where men were sent to their death for no reason whatsoever. So I'd like to go on. I'm not the greatest reader of uh, poetry, but, you know, bear with me. I think it's an important one to read, uh, both of them. And I was going to do The Charge of the Heavy Brigade, but it's a little bit more difficult, and I think it's a little less important in the greater scheme of things with Russian history. The Charge of the Light Brigade itself really focused on the big bad Russians at the time and, you know, these brave, you know, allied soldiers. So... I think it does have a lot to do with what was going on in the mind of Europe about Russia. And here it goes. The Charge of the Light Brigade. Alfred Lord Tennyson. Half a league, half a league, half a league onward. All in the valley of death rode the 600. Forward, the Light Brigade. Charge for the guns, he said. Into the valley of death rode the 600. Forward, the Light Brigade. Was there a man dismayed? Not though the soldier knew, someone had blundered. There's not to make reply. There's not to reason why. There's but to do and die. Into the valley of death rode the six hundred. Cannon to the right of them. Cannon to the left of them. Cannon in front of them. Volleyed and thundered. Stormed at with shot and shell. Boldly they rode and well. Into the jaws of death. Into the mouth of hell rode the six hundred. Flashed all their sabers bare, flashed as they turned in air, sabring the gunners there, charging an army while all the world wondered. Plunged in the battery smoke, right through the line they broke. Cossack and Russian reeled from the saber's stroke, shattered and sundered. Then they rode back, but not, not the six hundred. Cannon to the right of them, cannon to the left of them, cannon behind them, volleyed and thundered, stormed at with shot and shell, while horse and hero fell. They that had fought so well came through the jaws of death, back from the mouth of hell, all that was left of them, left of the six hundred. When can their glory fade, oh, the wild charge they made, all the world wondered. Honor the charge they made, honor the light brigade, noble six hundred. Now, the next one is the last of the Light Brigade, and it's something that I think is important to read and 
What was unusual about it, and I made a mistake saying it was 70 years after the war, it was actually 40 and a little less than 40 in 1890. Rudyard Kipling wrote about this to kind of expose the hardships uh, that the veterans of the Crimean War were suffering. And he used the Light Brigade and the cavalrymen from there to describe the visit. You know, he visited the last 20 survivors. Uh, he wanted to show how England was really treating its old soldiers. And this has a lot. Uh, you know, correlation to what's going on in the United States right now with the Veterans Administration hospital scandal that's going on. It's a sad thing to think. Here's these men, any country. You've given your life for your country. You've suffered. You've gone through the uh, tragedy of war. And you're just not being taken care of. And I think it's important to, to realize this. This is for, you know, people in the Soviets. There are still some men left who fought you know, the great patriotic war for, as we know it, World War II. There are few left, and we have to remember these people. And it's important to remember them from the Crimean War, because this was the first war that we really had this kind of trench warfare. And it was forgotten. We always think, oh, World War I, that's where it started. No, it started here. And it's gone on for centuries, how we haven't taken care of our veterans. And I think it's a wake-up call for a lot of people. Uh, it's just my personal opinion. Uh, you know, I hope you, you know, agree with it. And if not, that's fine as well. Uh, you know, if we want to discuss this, uh, we have that page on Facebook that I've, you know, been telling everybody to join for the past four years. And so we could talk about this. But I'd like to read The Last of the Light Brigade, a poem written, again, by Rudyard Kipling. Sadly enough, very few people really paid any attention to it when it was written. It was largely ignored, and that's why I think it's important for us to listen to it and hear it. The Last of the Light Brigade. There were 30 million English who talked of England's might. There were 20 broken troopers who lacked a bed for the night. They had neither food nor money. They had neither service nor trade. They were only shiftless soldiers, the last of the Light Brigade. They felt that life was fleeting. They knew not that art was long, that though they were dying of famine, they lived in deathless song. They asked for a little money to keep the wolf from the door, and the thirty million English sent twenty pounds and four. They laid their heads together, they were scarred and lined in gray. Keen were the Russian sabers, but want was keener than they. An old troop sergeant muttered, Let us go to the man who writes. The things on balaclava, kitties at school recites. They went without bands or colors, a regiment ten files strong, to look for the master singer who would crown them all in his song. And, waiting his servant's orders, by the garden gate they stayed, a desolate little cluster, the last of the light brigade. They strove to stand to attention, to straighten the toil-bowed back, they drilled on an empty stomach. The loose-knit files fell slack. With stooping of weary shoulders and garments tattered and frayed, they shambled into his presence, the last of the light brigade. The old troop sergeant was spokesman, and begging your pardon, he said, You wrote of the light brigade, sir. Here's all that isn't dead. And it's all come true what you wrote, sir, regarding the mouth of hell. For we're all of us nigh to the workhouse, and we thought we'd call and tell. 
No, thank you. We don't want food, sir. But couldn't you take and write? A sort of to be continued and see next page of the fight. We think that someone has blundered, and couldn't you tell him how? You wrote we were heroes once, sir. Please write we are starving now. The poor little army departed, limping and lean and forlorn, and the heart of the master singer grew hot with the scorn of scorn. And he wrote for them wonderful verses that swept the land like flame, till the fatted souls of the English were scourged with a thing called shame. They sent a check to the felon that sprang from an Irish bog. They healed the spaving cab horse. They hosed the homeless dog. And they sent, you may call me a liar, when felon and beast were paid, a check for enough to live on to the last of the late brigade. Oh, thirty million English, that babble of England's might. Behold, there are twenty heroes who lack their food tonight. Our children's children are lisping to honor the charge they made. And we leave to the streets and the workhouse the charge of the Light Brigade. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was a little short one, but I think it's an important one. We have to remember the men and the suffering that they went through and after the war, what went on. And this is not just the British. We've heard about the Turks and how poorly they were treated. Uh, we hear in the future, we will hear about the Russians and what went on with them and the men who suffered and fought for their country. Uh, as you may know, Leo Tolstoy wrote the book, uh, In the Future, uh, War and Peace, uh, which is a monumental piece of work. And uh, I have written and you know, read it in the past, and it is a long book, but it's beautifully written. It really tells you a lot about what went on in that war. Um, highly recommended if you have a few months of time to read it, or if you're in college, you might be uh, assigned that book eventually if you're studying anything about Russian history. I know I was. Well, I hope you enjoyed everything. Uh, we'll be back next time to continue the podcast on the Crimean War. And again, uh, if you're interested, come over on Facebook. We're still getting lots of new members coming on. Uh, Got to tell you, it's a really wide, varied uh, group of people who are joining. Everything from professors of history to uh, actually have a truck driver from Arkansas wanted to say hi, and uh, everything in between. Everyone, all different types of people are listening to this, and it's just really making me proud that I can bring Russian history to you. So now, as always, Das Vidanya i Spasiba Bolshoya.